0: Welcome to the Gem series powered by rocket level on this podcast, we empower entrepreneurs to succeed by setting big goals, executing like a pro and having a fearless mindset. The gym series is all about investing in yourself. We're here to share the path to getting what you want out of life by sharing the stories of entrepreneurs who have done this themselves, providing thorough research from our team on what careers and habits are yielding the best results, and discussing the mindset it takes to overcome the obstacles that all future entrepreneurs will face. Investing in yourself starts with putting in the work every single day, and this podcast is here to help you do exactly that. My name is Blake Chapman. I'm the vice president of the ambassador program here at Rocket Level, and I am thrilled to be your host for the Gem Series. I am so excited to welcome our guest today on the Gem Series, Jamal Lewis. I'm sure you all know Jamal, but I'm just going to give you a quick rundown on a little bit about Jamal. So I hope you don't mind me uh, giving everybody uh, the stats here. But Jamal has done something that very few people in the world have uh, ever done. Jamal has led a team to win the Super Bowl. Jamal has uh, won a record as uh, AP NFL Offensive Player of the Year, uh, has rushed uh, in his 2003 season 2,066 yards, uh, and additionally has uh, just smashed records and uh, in 2003 even won a game where uh, he ran a grand total of 295 yards in one game. I want to talk a little bit about that because, uh, you know, obviously, it's, it's a really challenging thing for anybody to be able to do. And it takes the right mindset. It takes having goals. It takes dedication. It takes that execution. But what a lot of people don't realize is, uh, you know, and something that I'm excited to talk about today is that you also are an entrepreneur. And you, I'm sure, have applied some of these tactics today to be able to get to, you know, where you are right now. And that is what so many people are always trying to figure out these days. There's this big shift happening where more and more people are constantly looking to see how can I invest directly myself? How can I kind of go against the norm and get what I want out of life? You know, and I think you're just an excellent example of somebody that went against the norm to be able to achieve exactly what you wanted, and as somebody that's had clear goals and stuck with those to to get to the next stage. So. I wanted to uh you know ask you, Jamal, first, how are you doing, man? I'm <laughs> oh, good. I'm good. It's Friday. So, yeah. you know, that's why I chose today to, to come in.
1: It's a good day. And uh I've been traveling for you know for a week or so. So yeah. uh you know, just happened to be back home with the kids, hanging out. And where are you getting uh, back from? Uh Vegas. I was in Las Vegas for yeah. the uh National Football Foundation. Uh it was holding the College Football Hall of Fame. So I was already supporting my old roommate, teammate, Al Wilson, as uh, he got inducted to the 2021 uh, class. So uh, that was awesome. So had a good time. That's you awesome. Know, Vegas is Vegas. Yeah. yeah,
0: most definitely. Most definitely. Absolutely. What happened to Vegas? No, Vegas is <laughs> no I love yeah. that, man. Uh, it's also cool that you're still hanging out, with Al, and uh, getting to support somebody, uh,
2: see somebody else, you know,
0: oh, yeah. get, up, get up there. So. big for the university. We need it, right? Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely right. So, you know, something that I was kind of touching on earlier was that goals, that execution, and that mindset. I, I kind of wanted to hear from you, uh, what, you know, how, how did you overall apply your goals, your execution, and mindset from pro football to the business world? Because this is something that maybe not everybody is, you know, obviously everybody knows you across the world for uh, some of your achievements in, uh, in football and football is a part of your life today. Um, I was just hoping for some of our, our listeners, and our viewers that you could maybe share a little bit about where your head's at with that. And uh, you know, how you made that, made that transition and how you apply it to other fields of your life. Um, well, it's hard. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. On. Oh, I'm so glad to have you on, man.
1: That's it's great. Good. So, um... yeah, but, you know, I've been asked uh, this before, and it's more of, you know, it's hard work, dedication, sacrifice. That's kind of the three principles I apply, you know, across everything that I do. Yeah. Uh, so from the sports, side, sports area, is more of, you know, when I was in high school, you know, it's going to the next level to college and going to the next level to the pros. Uh, and it's all about, you know, how are you going to be successful on that next level? Um, and I think it all applies to, you know, that sacrifice. And what are you know, willing to give up, you know, in order to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish? Um, are you going to be dedicated to it? You know, and are you going to work hard and afford it? Um, and after retiring, uh, going to, well, I was always an entrepreneur mm-hmm. when sure. I was playing. Yeah. I had a business when I was playing, but more hands-off of the business, which I learned you shouldn't do anyway. So mm-hmm. just wait and be patient. Sure, uh, yeah. But, you know, when I when I ended up finishing up, you know, I had a company that was spiraling and uh, going out of control, and uh, another real estate business uh, that got hit by 2007, 2008, um, and even my charter company got hit 2007, 2008, uh, so credit drying up, a lot of things happened, or whatever, but at the same time, uh, when everything kind of hit the fan, uh, you know, and transitioning from football or my career, mm-hmm. uh, my past career, to entrepreneurship, and what am I going to do now? Uh, it's one of the things I think that a lot of athletes, uh, entertainers suffer with, and I think it's more of you know trying to find that structure. Um, I tell everybody that you know when you're leaving the NFL, everything's already the structure is already there. So when you show up for training camp, you already know uh, what hotel you're going to be in for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what time dinner is going to be for Super Bowl. Wow, yeah, and pregame meal, you know, and everything else. So uh, everything's already laid out every day. Um, yeah, when you retire. Um, who's going to lay that structure out for you? Who's going to offer you that structure? And I think that's where a lot of guys struggle Mm -hmm. um, post, you know, football or post, uh, uh, you know, sports, career, whatever, um, or even entertainment. That's where the struggle is. How do you find that structure? And uh, that's when I had to really look myself in the mirror. And uh, you have to, you know, when things kind of spiral, you know, you say, you know, what would I do uh, if I was down 21 points in game, mm. you know, and then you roll back to those coaches that used to say, you know, Coach Foreman or Coach Billy. or I've had a lot of great coaches that, you know, would say, hey, look, you know, we're getting our butts beat, you know, whatever, that yeah. time. Hey, look, now what do we got to do? We got to regroup. We got to reassess what's going on. And we got to go out here and just, you know, minimize our mistakes. And we got to keep on plugging and keep pressing. Yeah. So, that's kind of how the adjustment happened, and what I had to do in order to uh, set the platform for uh, post career, um, you know, and take some of those things that I learned, um, you know, from coaches, from teammates, from experiences, and like I said, being down 21 points against yeah. the Jaguars, my my rookie year, and us coming back to win the game, you know, uh, being in these games where you see Roethlisberger. Or, you know, even they're down and they come back and beat us. So, you know, it's all about, hey, what's next? And, you know, after a game, guess what? It's done with, you forget about it, you correct your mistakes. Um, and you know, you your weaknesses, you know, correct those weaknesses, uh those problem areas you're addressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it's really bad, you gotta go back and you gotta go back to the fundamentals. Yeah. Um so I can remember Coach at one time, we were having a bad season. And I can remember, we was probably week six, week seven. And when we went to practice, you would have thought that we were a, a 10-year-old pot warrant going through handoffs, you know, going through, yeah. you know, these little fundamentals. Sure, you guys, yeah. A lot of times, hey, you got to go back and reassess the situation the and go back to the basics. And uh, that's kind of how I adjusted into, um, you know, uh, post-football and um And 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 my in entrepreneurship and trying to just grind and find my way and hey, what am I going to go at and what am I going to be successful at now? So that's kind of how the adjustment
0: happened. No, I I I think that's incredible, you know, and uh, just I love what you said about you know sacrifice as well because I think that is something that is important to realize and is helpful for being grounded in the moment is realizing that you're not going to have you're not going to be able to have it all necessarily right. You got to stay focused on your bigger picture and constantly be realizing that there's certain things you'll have to forgo to be able to get there. Um, Also with back to basics, I mean, that is crucial, I think, because at any moment, you know, I think people get kind of lost in the vision of what it takes to get to that next level for themselves. And they forget that maybe their fundamentals are just not in check. You know, maybe that stuff's not set up for success right now. Um, no, I think that's, uh, that's, that's really, really, uh, crucial for all of our, all of our viewers to be able to know. So, um, something that I, you know, also wanted to catch from you is, you know, even in high school, you had this, it sounds like you had a long-term plan for yourself. Is that kind of, did you, did you have this, this whole thing mapped out for you? You Um, know, and, and and what did that, I guess, sticking with that goal, how did, what did that look like for you? Um, when I was going to be a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know I know
1: what I wanted to do uh, necessarily play football it wasn't like my all out goal what I wanted to do uh, I like business my dad was in business so I felt like I would run the family business and jump in and do what he does just in case but then after my 10th grade year things kind of opened up and opportunity was there and, yeah you know, when opportunity knocks it's like okay we gotta go after it and that's where the schools was calling and getting letters and and, and just everything kind of just rolling. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna just give this a try." Yeah. And because uh, first of all, it's gonna pay for my education. Um, and it's gonna get me to college. It's gonna get me from the neighborhood I'm in. It's gonna get me going and give me a better life. Um, so I had that plan. It's either gonna be that, or I'll go to the military. Plain and simple. That was just it. Um, and I had a plan, and yeah. I tell everybody, you gotta have a plan. Um, and that was my plan. But uh, luckily, um. You know, football panned out and, um, you know, we had some success. Uh, and then things kind of fell my way, but I worked hard. You know, I worked really hard. Yeah. You know, and I was always one of those guys that said, hey, look, I want to outwork my opponent. Because I realized that my opponent wasn't just the teams I was going to. against; yes, it was every running back that was in the country that mm-hmm. was at my age. And I saw that. then I wanted to outwork them. I wanted to be doing something at 9 o'clock at night working out. wise I said, I knew that they weren't doing um, and that's kind of what my brother is in to me too. Like, hey, he said, "What are you doing different than everybody else?" Yeah. You know, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, guess what? You know, that's gonna just make you average. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's kind of what I took with me uh, on through college and even the pros is, you know, just outwork your opponent, not work everybody. And just uh, stay focused, and I just know that you know you gotta set a goal. You know, you have to set goals. I, I learned early on in, in school that, you know, short-term goals, medium-term, long-term. And that's kind of how you stay on track. That's kind of how you stay on path. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And if you don't have that, that goal, that long-term goal or those milestones in between, you can
0: fall off track and it's easy to get distracted, especially in the world we're living in now. Yeah, set the agenda and, you know, put everything in place to make sure that you get there there's going to be some stuff that I would imagine, you know, you can knock out immediately, uh, but you need to make sure that you're not just working just to work. Right. Right. And I I think that's, that's absolutely, uh, absolutely crucial as well. No, I, I, uh, we, a lot of times over here, you know, what, what we're always talking about is, you know, analyzing your opponents and looking at the competition. And again, you know, it comes back to these sports analogies. Do you find yourself doing that now in the business world, having that same mindset of like, who are the other players out there and what do I do to stand out, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, in my businesses and where I'm at, I always try to look at uh, competition, uh, but not just looking at the competition, but to look at, you know, innovation. How can you innovate? How can yeah. you be different? How are you going to set yourself apart? And that's where the worker, my opponent, comes in at um, and using that in my day-to-day business is,
1: you know, how am I going to set myself apart? So, yeah, both of us are in the room uh, with a client, you know who are they going to go with? And mm-hmm. I want to figure out how I can set myself different, where I'm not the same. Um, and you know, there's growth there and um, and innovation. You know, I think that's uh, that's uh, that's that's key.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask too, So, you know, we're talking about business. We're talking about your life. Um, what What are you excited about right now? You know, I I know that you have a lot going on. Uh, you came in with the amazing gifts from your current company cool. right now. Thank you so much, by the way. Um, and, uh, you know, what What gets you out of bed in the morning, though, right now? You know? Uh, what gets me out of bed? Uh, you know, of
1: course, I got kids to take care of. Yeah. Me, but at the same time, you know, that's that's a given. Uh, okay. But I think, you know, what gets me out of bed right now, motivates me is uh, the sale, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the thrill of the sale. You know, yeah. that's, that's my rush. That's my touchdown. Uh, being able to go and close a uh, close a deal or close a client, um, and get more business and um, employ more people, um, and be able to put people to work um, that that, that aren't able to or uh, might be under certain circumstances. Um, you know, just just being able to provide opportunity uh, that's what drives me. Uh, Absolutely, uh, getting me out of bed in the morning to keep going. Absolutely,
0: no, that's uh, that's something that I think is the biggest goal of hopefully most entrepreneurs out here, right. Is, is looking at, you know, who are people that I can bring onto my team and how can I make them even better than I am even right. And how to, how to empower people. So is that something that, you know, you guys are always thinking about over there where you're looking to you know lift people up and get people, uh, get, get the next up and comer, you know, out there and you know, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on, on that. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, I always look at everything like football team. Right? Yeah. So, You know, I always, I I was was a player on the team, Mm -hmm. but I always, you know, was intrigued by the upper management and uh, the organization uh, upstairs, you know, and what they were doing and how did it come up to, how did it work, you know. Totally. And uh, I kind of see myself as like a general manager, right? Mm
1: -hmm. You know, I kind of go in and put together the team. Uh, You know, I, I, I know my weaknesses. I know what, what, what my weaknesses are, but I also know my strengths. And my strengths are, you know, sales. My strengths are relationships, resources, uh, building relationships. Yeah. Uh, that's my strength. But if I can put people around me uh, that can do the other things, you know, that do the other things that can excuse me, that can lead, that can manage, uh, that can handle uh, certain areas, areas of the business, uh, you know, that we, we need taken care of, you know, those are the things that, um, that, that I try to do and, 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 and putting together the pieces to the puzzle. Absolutely. Uh, so building a business is all about your people, you know, um, and, and giving them, you know, the power to do and make decisions and, uh, you know, um, you know, be, you know, I want everybody to be an entrepreneur, yeah. you know, even people that work for me, I try to give them, that ownership, you know, give them that ownership. Let them go uh, and make decisions, and and not be afraid to make you know risk. I mean, um, make make mistakes.
0: Yeah, give uh, them so, a, give them space to exactly to grow, you exactly. know. Because so, just anywhere, you're you're going to need to be able to you know take those risks to get to the next level, yeah. and have people that are open to to allowing you to get there. now yeah. I, I that's that's so so true. Yeah. And I would imagine even uh you know on the field, like I'm sure there are moments where you're like. Your coaches needed to give it give the other players space to be able to, you know, take a risk and uh get to that next level.
1: You oh, yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's what you, that's that's what makes uh great players, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes great players. Uh great players uh would get involved in, in in a game and get in a situation that hasn't been coached. Um and they still make the play. Yeah. And that's taking a risk. You know, that interception that a guy might make, guess what? He guessed it. And he guessed right, and he turned around at the right time, and it, it probably was a method to his madness where he mm-hmm. saw it, sure. and he said, "I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a chance on this," and he takes it. Uh, but that make, that's what make people special, make people great. And that's what I try to instill in my employees and the people, uh, that are in leadership within my companies and making sure that they have that and they can go make those decisions and Hey, make a decision and live with it. You know, yeah. I yeah. our Harbaugh said it best. He said, you know, uh, everybody has an opinion, you yeah. know, but everybody don't have to make decisions. <laughs> You know, so yeah. it's kind of one of those things where, you know, which one do you want to be? Uh, and, and that's what we try to do in instilling that into our employees.
0: No, I think that's I think that's so cool, man, because like I feel like such an important part of growth is trusting yourself and trusting your gut. And that is all a part of mindset and creating that mental resilience, because so many people are dealing with doubt. Uh, so many people in my generation I know are, are always kind of conflicted about. What direction do I need to go in? Um, you know, am I really destined to you know, go to college and then I get the degree and then I get married and then I'm working for 40 years? I mean, is that my route? Or am I somebody that can be a freelancer? Am I somebody that can work for myself? Um, and how do I look out for myself? You know, uh, so I feel like just as uh, somebody that's trying to get to that next level, it's so important to uh, learn how to trust your gut and, uh, and, and get to the point where, you know, you can, you can block out any of those other, uh, those other kind of doubts that come in. So how do you, you know, evaluate doubt when it comes your way to keep your mind strong and continue increasing that kind of mental resilience, you know, cause I would imagine, I mean, you're talking 21 points up, you know, and you guys were still able to beat them. Um, that's just an example, but I guess my point there is there's, gotta be something that you tap into, right? That, that gets you to where you just are not afraid of failure. You're relentless and, uh, you can take yourself across to the other side to, to go for the win. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, the first, first thing is faith, you know, I mm-hmm. have faith that, you know, God's going to lead me in the right direction first mm-hmm. of all. Yeah. And he's not going to let me fail. And if they do put me in a certain position, It's for a reason. So go in it, learn from it, and uh, take that as an experience, you know, and and take it to the next level. Um, But I I think it's more, you know, over the years that has built up over, you know, not being so wound up when I Mm got to go play the Pittsburgh Steelers where I mess around and have a fumble in the game. I always did uh, in that game because you're mentally not engaged because they got you. Uh, So you have to, you know, meditate. You know, you have to meditate. You have to have faith and know that, hey, look, you can keep pressing, uh, or oh, what's the solution? You know, that's why with my guys, it's more of, hey, you know, I don't want the problem. You know, I don't want the problem. Bring mm-hmm. me the solution. Yeah, you know, no, if absolutely. If you're going to bring me the problem, bring me the solution that covers that problem. Um, and and that involves a thought process. And it involves being able to, you know, think on the run, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I told, told somebody today uh, that said he was, you know, just left his job and, you know, jumping into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I told him, yeah. this. Is, it's like being a running back. Hey, you know, anything can jump out there. You just got to be able to, you know, react. You, yeah, you got to yeah. be able to think quick and react quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you do that? And how can you do that with a calm head? Um, and how can you not let, you know, things really get to you and get you wound off where you're not making a bad decision um, on emotion. Uh, so that's kind of where, where I'm at now and I've grown to do that and be that way. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah nothing really bothers me or is going to get to me uh, because I've been to the bottom. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's what else, you know, what else? (laughs) Yeah.
0: You're like, like, you're like, this is nothing. I've been there, you know? Exactly. So um,
1: I've been, there, you know, so it's kind of like how do you keep that level head, keep your mind strong. Um, And that comes with meditation. That comes with, you know, understanding yourself that comes Mm -hmm. with, uh, being able to, you know, have be in control of yourself and not let others yeah. control you. Uh, so mentally, it's just staying focused and working on that. You know, the same way you work on your muscles, you work on mm-hmm. your mind, right? So do that, you know? Yeah. So therefore, when the heat does come on, uh, we got uh, one of the game maxims at Tennessee. When a game of breaks go against you, you know, don't let up, put on more steam. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I fall back on too. It's like, hey, get a grip. Let's go figure it out, you know, what's the worst that can happen. Tomorrow will come. Uh, So
0: yeah, the worst that can happen is you, you give up, right? Right. You're like, you're like, that's all there is, you know? And, uh, and, and I guess that's something that I, I talk about a lot too. And we are always thinking about is, you know, what is it, what does it mean to approach failure and, and almost welcome failure, right? Right. I welcome uh, just like in sales, right? You welcome objections, you welcome uh, anything that can, illuminate what's in front of you and, uh, give you an opportunity to overcome it and get you to the next, uh, the next stage you got to be at. Yeah. I, uh, now I loved, I loved how you tied it back to, to running backs too, because, you know, I, something I've been reading, is this book called impact players, and it talks all about what does it take to, uh, be somebody that makes a true impact at whether it's your organization or, um, whether it's, uh, you know, a a job that you have, what does it take to actually make a difference? And something that they always talk about is you got to be the person that's looking around the corner, right? You got to be the one that is, uh, constantly, uh, taking into consideration what, uh, could possibly happen in the future, what problems might run up and be, be ahead of it. That way you're not the guy with, you know, sitting there (laughs) twiddling your thumbs whenever a problem comes up and, uh, just complaining, complaining to your boss or complaining to somebody else. Um, so I, I think that's, uh, that's something that I, I definitely can see where you, you have that in practice over there. Um, yeah. You gotta be ahead.
1: You know, you gotta gotta be ahead, you know, and and like you said, thinking from the analogy of the running back situation, it's, you have to, you know, there's plan A, B, C, D. So yeah. You know, when one don't work, you already know what the other one is, but it's running and reacting. And, um, you know, one of the things we say is, you know, uh, uh, Coach Belichick, you know, pre- pre- prepare for everything and expect anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if you're prepared, guess what? You know, nobody can throw you any curveballs, any surprises, because you're ready. So um, yeah, man. that's that's how you got to be. Man,
0: that is awesome. That is, uh, so tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, right now, uh, you know, w- within your job, What gets you, uh, you know, what have you been working on like more specifically right now that, uh, gets you really, really fired up over at the job? Are you, uh, you know, do you have any big projects that you're working on right now? Something this is is that something that you feel passionate about right now? Um,
1: yeah, I think that, uh, one of the biggest things, you know, in my business, you know, we do in-store, uh, fixtures and mm -hmm. installations. Yeah. So big box retail stores going in and uh, doing cross merchandising you know, uprights, moving shelves, uh, but it's mainly labor based. And, uh, that's one of the things that's, that's, that's really got me going now is the labor, you know, getting the right people, uh, building a nice team, uh, building a nice foundation of people that, that want to work, that want to get better, that want to climb the ladder, uh, within our company and, um, and, and just be a part of something special because, you know, I would say, you know, especially in some of the retails I'm in, you know, I'm the only African-American company mm-hmm. that's even involved. So wow, yeah. you know, we're in stores, you know, whatever, you know, we're, you know, all all African-American crews. Yeah. Um, you know, we have women um, as well. But at the same time, you know, I go in and find labor in certain areas that others don't want to go. Yeah. And they can't. So uh, that's kind of what 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 motivates me is. Trying to change the game and do something different, make a difference. Um, yeah, you know exactly. Like, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, that's so cool. I mean, because it's it's so important too. I think to recognize that in these industries, they're like so uh, you know people of color are so still mm-hmm. underrepresented. You know, so have you found that from being able to bring this organization uh, together and and uh, go out and like make this kind of an impact that you know more people are feeling more comfortable to see. I see somebody that looks like me that's here that can, you know, that's making a difference, and and that's uh, I'm sure that's just like a magnet for people to be able to, for you to be able to, you know, right connect with them, and uh,
1: you know, right. I've been in I've been in stores, and and guys have been have asked me, you know, hey, you know, what they think that I'm a manager, they think Mm -hmm. that I'm you know a supervisor, they think that I work for a temp company or something Mm -hmm. uh, that was bought in to be a lead, and then when I tell them that it's my company, and you know. I'm the owner of the company and this, that and the other, then it's it's a whole different
0: ballgame. A whole different conversation. It's a whole different
1: ballgame because, you know, it's it's how you treat people. Um, uh, it's it's how you run your business and being yeah. being sometimes being into the 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 you know, being in the mix and in the trenches mm-hmm. uh with your guys or whatever, um, you know, it's uh it's big and it's 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 needed. And um we're giving a lot of guys, a lot of people inspiration. So if there's somebody that I see that's doing a great job, I might surround him with a team, you know, surround yeah. him with a team of guys and let him lead and let him build up. Now he's making more money and mm-hmm. then hopefully get him to another position where he can start his own company and he have his own guys and, yeah. and he can take on more, you know, take on more stores or whatever. So it's it's all about building that opportunity for for, uh, for others, you know, giving more than you're taking.
0: How do you, how do you identify that too? Whenever you're looking at somebody and seeing that they are, you know, getting better and better and that you should, you know, you're like, I want, you know, you're representing this company so well. And I am so proud of your work. And I want, I know that you can have that effect trickle down to others. What are some of the key things that stand out to you, uh, just for anybody that is looking to step it up and, and, you know, especially now more than ever, I know so many people have gotten new jobs, so many people have uh gone into new uh industries so many people have changed so much uh what are you yeah what are you looking for uh, I'm looking for you know people that do the little things right yeah you know being on
1: time mm-hmm. um you know being on time um you know uh uh knowing uh before you come in that you know you've 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 kind of looked over the plans and mm-hmm. um you're prepared um things like that you know yeah. somebody that's in a in a room, you know, if somebody's speaking and, and you know, you're taking notes, right? Mm-hmm. So take notes, you know, Absolutely. Um, and somebody that, you know, got drive and that has, yeah. that has that, you know, uh, the endurance uh, to, to keep going, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it's tough and, you know, you're over the hours that you need to be working or whatever, but you want to give it some more and you want to make sure the job gets done yeah. um, and you want to teach others, you know, so somebody that can go in and deal with others and teach others, um, you want people like that, you yeah. know, that, that it's not all about me. Um, you know, it's all about, Hey, how can I, can do my job, but how can I help the next man to do better and be, be, be beside me? Cause it is a team. Mm-hmm. So you want to better your team, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what I, I pretty much that I look at, you know, we're looking at these guys, it's, it's like looking at a player, you know, and watching film, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you watch film, I can watch five or six plays on a player and I can see everything about them. Why? Because sure. yeah. we're creatures of habit, you know. Mm-hmm. We're creatures of habit. Guess what? You come in late once, guess what? You know, you probably come in late periodically, <laughs> right? Uh yeah. if you take plays off, I can see that you take plays off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so therefore it's kinda like you, you it's a it's a pattern. Um so I look at that and um I think it it, it, it works. It works, but um you know, that's kind of how we like to assess it and, 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 yeah. and move people up. And then, guess what? If they're not, are they willing to learn? You know, can they be taught? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that as well coachability. That want to yeah. Be, yeah. They, are, is, are they coachable? Right?
0: Yeah. 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 No, I think that's, uh, that's something that everybody should be looking for right now. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about also just aligning your, your bigger goal with anything that you're trying to do. Sometimes I know that people find it a little hard to be able to align their uh, company's goal with all of their employees across the board. What is, you know, any advice that you have on that for being able to make sure that, you know, you have this bigger vision. How do you get that down to the people that are working for you? Make sure that they're aligned with what your vision is.
1: Um, Give them one thing to do and let them do that one thing consistently right over and over again. Mm -hmm. If they can do that, um, and, and we can do a good job of positioning them to do that where we yeah. are not all over the place, but do your job, you know, and that's another check quote, you know, do your job and help second. Right. So get your job done and do it consistently over and over again. Once you're done with it, if you want to help, then you can help, but I just need you to focus on that. And when you show that you can do that consistently, then maybe we can add something else to your mm-hmm. to your, your, your plate. And can you handle two things now, you know, can yeah. you handle two positions? And then that's where you kind of can move people up the ladder. But at the same time, that's how you're going to keep people focused. Uh, Cause you can tell them you go, you can tell them where we're at, but I don't think you need to worry about that. You need to worry about it just, just yeah. your job. Cause this yeah. is where your part is played on this team. And I just want you to just do that. If you can do that, then we're well off and we're going to be a great company if I can get a hundred percent of my people to think just like that. Mm
0: -hmm. No, that's uh, that's that's so true, because anytime that you can get people to actually do what their function is or what's the most valuable to the company, all of a sudden, if they can keep doing it time after time, next thing you know, you've got this performance guarantee. right? Right. Right. You know that when they come in, you're like, I have seen this guy for the last, you know, this guy or girl for the last like two, three months. Show up and execute this perfectly every single time to the point that I know if I put them on the play, they're going to make this happen. You know? right? right. Um, no, I think that's uh, that's a, that's totally, totally, uh, exactly what people need to to keep in mind whenever they're trying to lead folks. Um, so for me, uh, something that we've been seeing happening is, and I touched on a little bit, is this big shift, right? in our generation, where um, you know, people, especially after COVID, so much changed. People are leaving their traditional jobs left and right. Um, Retention at companies is going, it's, you know, dive bombing right now. Um, People are taking a chance to bet on themselves and pursue their passions, whether that be uh, anything from being a digital freelancer to doing real estate to becoming an an entrepreneur, right? People are uh, doing all these different jobs and this big shift is happening across the board. Uh, where people are going against the norm and betting on themselves and trying to invest in themselves. Um, so, for me, what I wanted to know was, uh, you know, for you, uh, what made you want to strive for greatness rather than, you know, just taking the easy path? Because I know we we talked a little bit about that in the beginning, but uh, you know, my thing that I'm I'm curious about is, you could have, you know, there's there's so many different options where you could fall in line with exactly what you know maybe everybody else is doing or rather you, uh, you know, you did, you took the hard way, you know, in a sense, right. Cause you, you worked so hard, man, to, cause this stuff does not just happen uh, naturally. When you look at any of the greats, um, you know, it, uh, it, it takes what you've, what you've already said, that mindset of studying, you know, studying the other players, uh, you know, yeah. being able to sacrifice, being able to have the right faith and, and dedication to get yourself across. Um, so yeah, what, you know, ha, I'm sure has, has there been moments where you, uh, you know, have thought maybe I won't take this path or, or what? Yeah. Wh- tell me why'd you, yeah. What, um, what got you there, man?
1: I, honestly, I, like I said, I've always been a, a 10 year guy, right? 10 year. Yeah. 10 years, it's 10 years. So where am I going to be 10 years from now? Where do I want to be 10 years mm-hmm. from now? And then how am I going to get there? Yeah. Um. So, you know, even playing football, you know, it's more of, Hey, I know that the uh, NFL is short lived. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, uh that it's a lifestyle and it's different and it's you know what 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 happened with guys going broke or filing bankruptcy or whatever I know all of that but yeah. at the same time I think earlier on what I did was I I, I tried I planned for that yeah right I yeah. planned for that because there is a high percentage so guess what you can fall in that you know but how do you mitigate the risk of doing that that's one thing but I think um I think taking taking the taking the easy road um, that's just simple, you know, that's average, uh, you know, in, 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 in order to be average, you know, the only thing you got to do is, I heard this from tequila spikes, just wake up in the morning, yeah. you'll be average. You'll be just like everybody yeah. else is walking around that day. Uh, that's but really? I didn't, I never, I didn't want to be average. Uh, I wanted to be great. Um, when I was on the football field, I wanted to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, same way in business. I want to be great. So therefore, how do you do that? This time of year, I go back and assess everything that I did this year. Uh, What can I do better? Um, Not what I did great. It's more of what can I do better? Mm -hmm. Um, So um, that's one of the things where it's like, what can I do better? And then how can I I get better? Um, So you go back and address that. And it's kind of like that regrouping thing going into the new year or whatever. But, um, you know, I I like the hard road. Um, it's, it's more exciting, I think, but as long as you got a plan, you know, as long as as you have a plan and you got a vision, um, I think you can accomplish anything, right? You can accomplish anything. So it's not necessarily that hard. It's just, I know guys that are lawyers. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't go to school for eight years to do that. I know guys yeah. that are doctors. Yeah. To me, that's the heart, road. Sure. Well, sure, <laughs> you know? sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's uh, you know, I think it's it's also about being honest and aligning your passion with what you, you know, right. what what's going to give you that drive, love right? Love what you do. You know, yeah. that's one of the things
1: I wanted yeah. to say earlier. Love it. If you love it, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, if you love it, it don't matter. Like I started up these businesses or whatever. Um, it's not that I just love that business. hmm you know, I love starting up businesses and putting the right people in place and growing them and seeing them excel yeah. and seeing everybody else excel. And there. the impact of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause that 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 has, you know, I've had companies with four or five hundred employees, you know, and mm-hmm. or even more. And, you know, that's 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 miles you're feeding. Um, they're taking that to their communities, uh, their homes, their families, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. So uh being a part of that, you know, it's just uh make me sleep good at night.
0: Now oh, that's, uh, that's, I think that's such a good way to, such a good way to put it is you know, analyzing your impact, aligning your passions with what you want to do. Um, and you know, I think that's important for so many people to hear just because there are people that are maybe nervous and doing something that they don't love what that, you know, they don't love what yeah. they're doing. Right. And I've done it's it. Like, I've done it. I've yeah, done
1: that.
0: yeah. Yeah. What was, uh, what got you out of, you know, or what helped you realize that whenever you have, you know, been like that?
1: Uh, when you really look back at, in the mirror and look at your path and mm-hmm. your, your plan and you say, no, this doesn't even fit into my plan mm-hmm. and my 10-year plan of where I'm trying to go. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fit. And at the same time, like you said, you wake up in the morning, you don't want to go do that. And it's like, you know, guess what? This is not it. You know, this is mm-hmm. not it. Anything that stresses you out, you shouldn't do it. Uh, you know, there's, you know, it's it's kind of like, you got to do something you love and, uh, and, um, and, and that's it. And if you don't, you'll know it, you yeah. know, it. you know you'll, you would know it. And at the end of the day, some people have companies that, Hey, they might be successful. The company might be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something that you really want to do. Uh, so it kind of rubs off or whatever. And it's just, it's just, I just wouldn't feel good about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what do you think the balance is? Cause I feel like sometimes people, you know, that I, I feel like there is there is kind of a fine line there. Right. Because sometimes just because you're doing something that you love doesn't mean that there won't be hard times either. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, there might yeah. be si- seasons that are terrible where you're yeah. like, man, I'm down bad right now. Um, how yeah. do you I don't know. How do you how do you kind of navigate and toe the line there, you think, with being able well, to get yourself through that?
1: You know, it's like a relationship. Yeah. It's like a relationship. You know, you might love that person or whatever. But it's going to be some bumps in the road. It's going to be things that happen. But mm-hmm. what do you got to do? You got to communicate. Um, you got to address the issues. Yeah. And you keep going, you know. You keep going. Or you just break apart. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and go your separate ways. And that's that. And I think that's that's kind of how you can... How you could think? How you could think about it?
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think that's I think that's a great way to think <laughs> about it. It's, we're always talking about like relationships. How that pull, you know, in, in business, yeah. you, we're always talking about relationships. We're always talking about sports yeah. analogies, and because uh, I don't know, it's funny. I mean, it, it sounds kind of silly, but life just is giving us the answers a lot of the times too. Exactly. You know, you just,
1: just got to be able to listen to it and see the signs um, that it's that it's there. You know, because mm-hmm. it's a business that you know I've had some businesses that just. And I've shut them down, you know, mm-hmm. I've shut them down. Look, you know, or somebody else's passion is not yours. Yeah. You know, you got a partner or whatever. It's somebody's their passion, but you jumped along for the ride because you liked it or whatever, or mm-hmm. it seemed right at the time. But then yeah. once you get in, it's like, no, the people that I'm dealing with, the things I got to go through, whatever. It's like, it's not, this is not what I want to be doing. You oh, know? That's exactly um, right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't, whenever we talk about the 10 year plan, you know, uh that's that's something that I think is important for everybody to kind of keep in mind is whenever you're making these plans it sounds like sometimes you got to think of the the overarching goal and not make it so specific oh yeah because I've, I I I'm sure you found it right not the plan yeah. doesn't exactly always work out exactly as you want it to no. so you got to be you got to be open and uh be like a running back and be re- reflexive to it and adjust accordingly you have to be nimble right, right? you have yeah. to be
1: nimble and you can't be tied emotionally to anything. Yeah. And even though you love the business or you love what you're doing, whatever, you can't be emotionally tied to it to the point where it drags you all the way down mm-hmm. uh, if something happens, you know, and I think that that's, uh, that's very important.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So not only have you been, you know, this uh, entrepreneur, this professional athlete, you've experienced a lot of life and you've, you know, you've done so much. Uh, but, you know, we have uh, some mutual friends there telling me that you're also just an awesome dad too, you know? So I I wanted to, you know, talk about it because, uh, you know, I heard that you, you even empower your kids to like go on their own paths, whether it's being an entrepreneur, uh, exploring like music or anything like that. Yep. Um. You know, that's not normal always, right? Like, it's kind of yeah. crazy. I know that uh, there's so many parents out there that are like, you know, they don't want their kids to necessarily find find their own way rather they kind of have it thought out for them what's your kind of mentality about all that
1: i just think that the traditional way of growing up especially with these kids nowadays is not it's not the same as when we did mm-hmm. right? it was it was hey go through school you know get you know get good grades and go to college yeah and find your career you know These kids nowadays, you know, they can be 16, 17 years old and make millions of dollars just because they got 2 million followers because they did some kind of whatever post, you yeah. know, or whatever. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's really, like I said earlier, innovating and being with the times, you know, and not being behind the times. Uh, so therefore my kids, you know, they kind of keep me in line. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to give them that opportunity. Um, hopefully one day run my business or whatever, but I want them to, cause they can, you can start up a business, but we're just not mm-hmm. starting up a business, but you need to know the fundamentals. Sure. You know? Yeah. Fundamentals first uh, mm-hmm, and how to start the business and know that it's going to take some time. It's going to take some bumps and whatever, but we're just not starting a business. It's got to be something that you love to do or you want to do, or it's, um, it's, it's something that is, uh, you know, something that you see um, is going to be big in the next couple years, you mm-hmm. know, industry or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, you know, so letting them do that, you know, experiment with it. Uh, like my, my older son, he had, you know, he had a, a shoe company when he was 13. Wow. You know, selling shoes and this, that, and the other day. He wanted yeah. to go to music. Um, and he's in a TV show right now uh, on Apple TV.
0: Man, no what? Said. That's amazing. So
1: he's doing that yeah. now um, and trying to capitalize on that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but, you know, I just try to say, hey, if you want to do it, you can do it. Um, but I just need to know that you're passionate about it. And that you're going to work hard at it. And it's just not something that you just want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're going to have to put the work in. And that's kind of what you want to. that's, that's, That's why I like it more than anything else is I want to see them put the work into it.
0: So especially your oldest, I mean, have you noticed that, you know, they're coming back to you and, and trying to pick your brain about these things now and, and get some of that? Because I know it's also like you're still there, you know, you're still yeah. there, you're, their dad. You yeah, know,
1: sometimes like, they do, but sometimes they yeah. think you don't know, you don't know this, you don't know that or whatever. But um at the same time, yeah, sometimes they, they might ask yeah. or whatever, but they like to just do their own thing and fill it out their own way. But if I see something, I'll say something. and. Just let them know, hey, did you, or ask questions. Yeah, I'd ask questions, you know, what are you doing about that? Or uh, what's the plan for that? Or, uh, you know, get on a whiteboard and, Mm -hmm. you know, let me see your, you know, where are you at? Uh, What was your plan? Are you where you want to be or whatever? You know, it's just asking those questions and just dialing in that way is more helpful than anything else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like some of the best, the best coaches out there are the ones that can just, ask the question. And all of a sudden you give that person that Eureka moment, you know, where they're like, like, damn, it was right in front of me the whole time, you know,
1: I'll help, you know, but I got three companies now and I don't need another one right now. So so I let them do that. That's your company. That's your thing.
0: Yeah. I'm not running. (laughs) Hey, that's, that's how you empower people though. You (laughs) know, that's, uh, that's, that's great. And you see them with one day taking over your places in the future. Possibly, yeah. you know,
1: possibly after they get finished figuring out, but at least they'll be um, well equipped and, and, and have some experience along the way um, and be more innovative. And I like that, you know, when hopefully when they get a little older, you know, be able to come in and innovate and take mm-hmm. the company to another level from where it is right now. You know, yeah. so uh, that's part of it. It's part of growth and how you have companies stay around for a long time.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I think it seems like part of your mindset too is that there's still a lot to learn from the younger generation as well, right? And it's like oh, yeah. a, a two-way thing. And I I thought that was very uh, humble, you oh, know, because yeah. a lot of people, they, you know, they y- they laugh at it, but then it's like you said, there's 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds that are making millions. Yeah. Uh, so w- what are your recommendations for being able to like stay humble and be open and, and, and you know, get there? Because obviously, you know, It'd be nice if we all had that switch in our brain to be able to to get to that place. But what kind of made you realize that you know that it was important to hear you know what their what your kids are what your kids are doing in well, well, people's generation.
1: I hire interns, you know, and I in yeah. interns, you know, and yeah. um and you can learn a lot from interns. Um, they know a lot that I don't know. You know, as far as how to get to point A to point B mm-hmm. with it with navigating through spreadsheets and powerpoints and. You know, putting together this, there's so many apps and, you know, so many applications out there nowadays. And you, I'm sitting there trying to figure out something. <laughs> it's like, oh, they got an app for that called this, that, and the other. Oh. Wow. So you go, yeah. and it's like, boom, you find that, you know, like, um, so it's, it's, it's being able to listen to them because uh, they want to be heard, you know, and mm-hmm. if, if uh, um, and, and they, they, they want, and I think that's one of the biggest things with the younger generation, they want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so therefore, we got to listen. We got yeah. listen. We can't be stuck in our ways, uh, and I think the pandemic helped out a lot too. Because uh, I can remember going into meetings um, pre-pandemic mm-hmm. where it was cookie cutter. You know, businesses are very cookie cutter about how they operate. Uh, but after, because of everything and the unknown, or are we going to have another lockdown, or there's going to be another variant that's going to put everybody at home, yeah. or whatever? So now I say hey, we got to move quick. We got to move now. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta move now. So it's it's like uh I was talking to earlier to somebody about NIL, you know, with the colleges mm-hmm. uh and the transfer portal, right? You know, coaches nowadays, they're different. They gotta be different because yeah. you have to win with what you have right now. Mm-hmm. Because some of your best players that you have right now might be in the transfer portal next year going somewhere else. Wow, so, yeah. So that's yeah, hey, a whole different hey, game. Hey, you that. gotta win yeah. with the team you have right now. Mm-hmm. Um so maximizing their abilities, trying to pull it out of them. What can can you do? Um, and there's ways to keep them incentivized and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's still the fact remains. You got to win with the team you have right now. Um, so listening to them, hearing them out, and, you know, because we got to win together, you know. We got yeah. to lose together. We got to win together. So I think that's part of being a team and coaches even understanding. That, hey, you need to listen to your players too. Mm-hmm. Even though you want your players to buy in to what you're selling, sometimes you got to listen as well. And being a great listener uh, makes a good coach.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and business owner. And business owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, uh, no, there's definitely so many, so many intersections there where all of that is so crucial and everything is pretty informed by whoever your team is, you know, uh, whether we're talking sports or business. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, you. You got to work with uh, with what you've got. Absolutely. Right. Um, no, I think that's uh, that's that's so so uh, in, in important for everybody to make sure that they are aware of. Um, so something I you know was thinking about too is a lot of times there, you know in these scenarios where people are trying to um, you know learn how to uh, become the person that can speak up and become the person that is being heard. Uh, people have a tough time getting their, you know, getting their voice in there and and providing a platform. So it sounds like your mindset is again to just be open to uh, to absorbing that. Um, you know, whenever you, whenever somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I want to make a change," how do you, uh, you know, tactfully absorb that information and then you know give something that uh, you know should make a make a game plan out of that? Like yeah. if you're thinking like a coach or thinking like a business owner. Um, you know, and you're getting all this feedback coming at you all the time. How do you manage that? Um, what would, would you say that it comes back to goal, your big picture goal or, or how do how do you filter through that?
1: Um, it comes back to, yeah. How does it fit into the model of, of what we're doing and where we're going and mm-hmm. where we're trying to go? And yeah. also, you know, how, how much did you think this through? Yeah. You know, how yeah. much did you think this through and poke some holes into it or whatever and, and just see how viable it is and, and will it work? And mm-hmm. you know what? If it's not going to hurt us, then hey, we, we'll try it. You know, because sometimes that person needs to learn that. Hey, look, you know, sometimes things don't work.
2: Yeah, it don't yeah. work.
1: Sometimes you're going to say things, you're going to put things out on the table. It don't work. But mm-hmm. guess what? Who who cares? Right? Yeah. Just, move forward. Hey, look, let's move forward. You know, and yeah. that's uh, that's one of the things that you know uh, that that's that's pretty much how I think. And uh, as far as people bringing in input or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah. You want to, you want to hear that, you know, you want, yeah. you want to, uh, some things might work. Um, uh, there might be some things going on in the field. Uh, like right now I got project managers out there that they'll come back and say, Hey, we need to probably do this different and uh, or do that different next go round, or we go to this next, this next project or whatever. And, uh, we'll, you know, I want to, did we think it through mm-hmm. what's the pros, the cons? Okay. Let's do that. You know, yeah. and we'll do it. And, if it works, it works, great uh if it don't, we then we just sit back and say it's not their fault, it's hey, what could we have done better, yeah, or where yeah. did this miss, or whatever, and uh assess it, address it, and see if we go back and do it again, you mm-hmm. know, and just do it a different way, but uh, don't be afraid to try things out, you know, don't be you know, don't be afraid,
0: yeah. be resistant to uh you're not resistant, but open to open to just you know failure in a sense. Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing is, you know, I, I think people need to redefine what failure is a little bit, because I I would say that, uh, and you can, I, I'd love to know what you think about this, but I'd say that failure usually is only when you actually give up or stop doing something. Right. It's, it's whenever you choose to be average by doing like that quote you said earlier, you know, uh, just waking up and only doing that, you know? So, um,
1: yeah, yeah, you're right. People do, um, Failure, failure means certain things, uh, different to some people, success as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but understanding failure, uh, is really just experience, you know, Mm. it's just experience. Um, and also mentally, you know, being tough that, Hey, if something did happen or, uh, it didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out they just regroup and do something else. Yeah. Or how can you do it different? You know, and that's, that's where people get it confused and not really addressing and assessing themselves. And what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's always what everybody else did wrong sure. or what happened was this, that it's mm-hmm. not, Hey, what did I do? wrong? what could I have done better? Yeah. Um, and and that's where I think that's where the failure lies and mm-hmm. people not that's a really great point. assessing themselves and their weaknesses. That's why as an athlete, i always looked at I always, when I watch film, I didn't look at the great runs. You know, mm-hmm. I looked at the the my weaknesses at the end of the season. What did I do wrong? You yeah. know, uh, what can I do? What do I need to work on this offseason uh, in order to come back a better running back and a better, you know, that's how you're going to keep excelling, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So, yeah. Uh, looking at yourself is uh, so important because I feel like that's really all you control, right? So, right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, why are you trying to worry about stuff that you can't control in the first place, you know? That's um, that's
1: a big, that's a big statement, you know, as far as control, you know, and I tell my kids that, you know, all the time, like, you can only control what you can control. Mm-hmm. I tell employees that too. You can only control what you can control. Yeah. You know, our customer, our client, you can't control it. Yeah. But what you can control is, are we prepared? Um, are we ready to go? Are the people doing the little things and being on time and doing all that? We can control that. How to yeah you know, so that's what we need to control everything mm-hmm. else is out of our control and let's just uh take them as they come and and uh, find a solution when a problem
0: you know happens use that mental energy accordingly you know yep. towards the towards the things where you can actually make an impact you know because exactly. otherwise you're stuck uh yeah you're stuck wasting right. <laughs> precious minutes precious seconds don't just spin uh, your wheels right yeah you know, yeah let them,
1: let them catch and keep going
0: yeah so you're always thinking in this 10-year plan. I wanted to just reverse engineer that a little bit. What do you do at, uh, you know, whenever you've maybe gotten through that 10-year segment, what would you, do you ever try to talk to your, you know, think about what you would tell yourself 10 years ago or, uh, you know, reflect on that time to, to make, you know, tweak the plan and, and make your next 10 years even better? Or uh, what's that? What's that kind of like?
1: Uh, for me, it's always been, you know, my, my whole 10-year, you know, my whole 10-year thing has always been that ne- that extra step, you know, that extra level, that next level or whatever. So it's kind of just going back in and setting another 10-year plan.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. what's
1: behind us, like you said, we do got to address it and see where we went wrong or what we could have done better. But at the same time, now that's behind us. Now it's another it's another season. So mm-hmm. we can't talk about what happened last season in game 14, right? Sure. We can't talk yeah. about that. You know, now it's hey, look, I went through the off season. I've trained hard. I've worked on my weaknesses. I feel like I got better. Now, okay, what's the ten year plan going into this? I'm gonna season? bring
0: it to the table now. And
1: where where am I taking my company? You know, where am I taking it? Where where are we going? You know, uh are we, you know, are we going to acquire more? Are we going to sell more? Are we gonna what 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 are we gonna do? Yeah. So uh it's uh that's a um it's a good question, but it just all rolls back around. It's just setting a new path what we yeah, doing?
0: I mean, let's keep moving forward right yeah, let's keep moving forward that's it yeah, yeah yep jamal hey i uh i it's been an absolute pleasure having you on and and I know that our viewers are going to absolutely love all this knowledge that you've given us uh, all this wisdom, so uh you know, I was really excited to get to have you on as our uh, you know one of our official first guests uh Thank you so yeah. much for joining me man uh i really look forward to checking out everything that you do uh is there anything that you want to like plug in here that uh you know where can people look out for you do they need to be on uh, yeah oh
1: your- uh, linkedin jamal lewis on linkedin you can find me there uh, uh, uh to instagram jamal 31 lewis yeah. facebook jamal lewis 31. um so uh i'm there but Buyer Connected Incorporated is one of my companies, Southeast Exhibits and Events, and also Scholars uh, Education uh, Tutoring Centers. Awesome. So, um, you know, just all around trying to make a difference.
0: Cool, man. Hey, all, well, it was a pleasure. Hey, absolutely. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, Jamal. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Gem Series, the podcast for anybody dedicated to investing in themselves. Stay tuned for our next episode and look in the links below for resources that you can use for yourself. Until next time, this is Blake Chapman and remember to be awesome and do awesome things.